This is episode 248, Becoming the Words We Speak. Welcome to the Becoming You Forever podcast. My name is Emily Peterson, and I am here to share strategies, ideas, and ways that will help you become your best self, becoming the version of you that you want to be forever by incorporating all of these tools and techniques that are going to help fuel your body, your mind, and your spirit to truly be the version of you that you want to be consciously, on a conscious level, choosing for yourself who it is that you want to be. Hello, everybody. I hope you had a fantastic Thanksgiving. However that looked for you, whether it was making a lot of food and not feeling very appreciated for all the work that you did, or being with others and experiencing time with them, but then maybe balancing between different relationships and boundaries and dynamics, things like that. Or if it was quiet and kind of lonely, wherever you were at, I hope you still had the experience you deserve to have for yourself. Just remembering what gratitude can really do for you since these last few episodes have been on gratitude. So today is an incredible episode about our words, how the words we speak really, really matter the language we use, the way that we speak to others, the words that we use even when we're writing and texting and all of those kind of things, that what it does to our brain, what it does to us on like a physiological level and how it affects our neuroscience and um, just all the areas of our being, our nervous system, everything. Okay, so... If you haven't thought much about what your words do or why they matter, this episode is perfect for you or for somebody else you might know to either have a refresher or to really learn something new. So our words are literally a reflection of our thoughts and our beliefs. They, they have the power to affect the world around us. They have the power to affect the people that we associate and the people around us. Because our words, they come from a place within our brain first. We have a thought, we have a belief, we have a story, and then we express it in words. So it's going to come out even in our energy. It's going to come out in the words that we say, the way we say it, the attitude, um, and how, how that really does affect the brain. So our words represent our beliefs, our morals, our prejudices, our principles, and sometimes in ways we may not mean to have them affect either us or other people. They can also shape an audience's perception of us as well as the issues about what we're reading, I mean writing about or speaking about. Um, They can build people up and they can give them life or they can tear people down and bring them death. Our words matter. The words that we speak conspire and encourage others. And also, in the same sentence, our words can deflate or discourage. I mean, literally, we can go from one way of speaking in a sentence to another way. If we're not aware, we could be unintentionally harming 
those around us emotionally or mentally, even physically at times because of what it can do to others or to ourselves and how we move forward and act because of those things. They can, um, they can build people up. Like here's an example, even in a text, you can send a text to somebody and say, Hey, how's your day? Hope you're doing well. Just very like, it's nice, but it's very just whatever, right? (laughs) Mediocre. Or you can be like, Hey, gorgeous. I hope you're having a fantastic day. I sure miss you. We'll talk to you later. There's a difference in how the brain actually receives the information. One way tells us somebody, oh, somebody thought of me. They sent me this text. Okay. The other actually stimulates that happy hormone, that um, dopamine, to make you feel happier. It can actually encourage a better attitude from the other person, a better response, and help them and their brain will respond more positively. Pretty incredible. So the words we speak can actually affect the brain, whether they affect us or others. And how the brain receives it is like how it's going to show up for us, basically. We can impact the brain and our wiring um, because of the neuroscience. But just remember that we are neuroplastic. Our brains are malleable. We can experience a change. If we've experienced a lot of negative words and a lot of negative thoughts and a lot of negative things being spoken to us or about us, we can change the way that we receive them still as long as we are aware. So seeing and hearing words, they matter and they affect our wiring and it can either be positive or negative. Um, but positive words stimulate the the um, prefrontal cortex or prefrontal lobe, whatever you want to call it, which is connected directly to the motor cortex, which moves us into action. So if we want to take more action that is um, going to lead us in a positive way and is going to help us to interact with others or to get the job that we want or... Um, to get a date with somebody that we were wanting to date or wherever you're at in your life, of course, like take it where you can, can have it. But the way that we are going to use our words are going to stimulate that part of the brain. But remember your positive words are going to help it, right? And it's going to lead us into more positive action. Okay. So it also impacts the parietal lobe which is all about our perception of ourselves and others. So our parietal lobe, the perception that we have might be, I know who I am as a divine child of God. Or our perception of ourself might be, yeah, I'm a piece of crap. Who cares? I don't care about my life. Or, I mean, it doesn't even have to be that low. It could just be, eh, whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm here, right? So either way, there's going to be an impact and, and having the perception of ourselves in a positive way, in a positive view of ourselves creates actually a bias. And then that helps us to see others and our situation and ourselves in a better way, a more positive way. 
So conversely, negative words, which, you know, are seen, spoken, or heard, or whatever, can create a profound negative effect by the way of the amygdala, which creates a stress hormone that will actually drive you to make another negative statement. So like anytime we have activated and affected our amygdala, that part of our brain, basically hijack it so that it it believes all the wrong and negative things and we're in fight or flight now, it's going to continue to drive us to have more negativity. So basically, the words that you're speaking, if they're all negative and they're all woe is me or they're all I'm the victim or they're all blaming or they're all complaining, it's just going to keep leading to more of that language and more of those type of conversations and more of those words coming out. And then the brain literally feels like that's what you need or that's what you want because you're repeating it, okay? Um, And then negative thoughts result in a negative perception, a negative perception of yourself, which creates even greater criticism and um, suspicion of other people. So the more you see yourself in a negative light, the more you're going to see other people in a negative light, the more you're going to start trying to find evidence of other people having something wrong as well. And then um, there's this thing called passive versus active sentence structures. Okay. So passive language, it invites doubt. It's like, it's something that just is kind of automatic. It's passively coming through in and out. And it just, it creates this sense of doubt. And then active language conveys a sense of accountability and confidence. So you're actually paying more attention. It's not just passive. You're actually actively in there, purposefully saying the words you want to say, and you're becoming accountable. You're taking responsibility. You're the kind of person who now, when something goes wrong, you go, oh, I'm so sorry. I, I may have been a part of that. I feel so bad that I may have caused this. And you build more confidence because you're taking ownership of your life and who you are. So um, an example might be like when somebody comes to us with a problem and they're telling us about this issue, however we choose to respond to that issue is actually going to determine what we believe in our mind. And the words that we speak, whether it's, oh, that's so hard, I'm so sorry that that issue is really, really happening, that this is like happening in your life. That could like bring a sense of empathy and understanding and the person who receives that could then feel that empathy. But another response could be, you know, someone comes to you with the same problem and it's really hard for them or whatever. And you go, well, whatever, I guess. I mean, that's part of life. Who cares? Or, well, you deserve it because look what you did. It's karma. Suck it up. Whatever. Like there's a difference in the way that we speak and then in the way that we receive. So then that same person would receive that type of a response in the way of activating that part of the brain. Remember again, that's going to release the stress hormone and keep us in fight or flight. 
And so much of those, like so many of those type of words and those type of responses to us is going to start to become more of our emotional makeup. How we respond to other people, how we show up for ourselves, how we believe ourselves to be. Do we believe the words that they say because they've been saying it for so long, we've believed it and it's become a truth. Um, and also instead of the response, like, sure, when somebody asks if you would help them with something, you say, I'd be delighted. That will create a different response in their brain as well as yours. And then you're going to create a different result in your life. You're going to create a result of, yeah, I am delighted to be able to help and serve somebody else instead of the result of, sure, I guess uh, if I have time. And then we're going to create the result of either a connection with another person or ourselves or a disconnection with the other person or even with ourselves. Okay. So just remember the way that we speak and the way that we respond and all these things, it starts with how we feel about ourselves first. What do we say about ourselves? How do we think about ourselves? What are the words that we think in our mind and then speak? How are we the becoming the words that we speak? How are we becoming the words that we speak, whether it's going to be a positive or a negative experience? We're becoming it because of how it affects our brain, how it affects our neuroscience, how it affects our physiology and our nervous system. Okay, there was one more thing we want to talk about. And we want to talk about how the different responses that people would have or the different words that we would speak will literally um, create in the brain and stimulate either a happy chemical, which is dopamine, we kind of talked about that, or the stress hormone cortisol. And these things will literally affect our nervous system. It'll affect our energy. It'll affect the way that we show up in our world. And that also affects our body. It affects our body because our body will respond to our emotions. And some emotions are held in the body. When we're too stressed, it can be held in the stomach. When we're... um when we're sad all the time, that can lead to depression, which can also lead to other issues. It could also lead to cancer and disease, um, because diseases are literally a dis-ease in the body. So feeling uneasy in the body. Um, so how this information is so beneficial for us so that we can also help and impact our children, and our youth, and other people around us. So this knowledge that you have now, go and share it with somebody else. Make an improvement in the way that you speak, whether it's to your children, other children, other people around you. Pay, <clears throat> pay better attention to your responses. Pay better attention to the way that you interact with others. Pay attention to how you speak about yourself and to yourself. And then... If you want to start creating some of these changes so that you can experience something even better in your life without having to do a whole lot besides changing the way you speak, I mean, that's going to just make a big, huge impact and it's going to help your brain and it's going to affect you in ways that you never thought possible. So an example for helping children could be when they come to you with one of their problems 
or they're saying, I'm just too stupid. I can't do this work. And you go, you're not stupid. You can do this. Instead of just, you know, saying the opposite of what they're saying, you could actually encourage saying, you know what? I understand where you're coming from. That's really hard when we believe that about ourselves. Our brain really thinks that we're stupid. And I hope that you can learn to love yourself enough to believe that you are smart and sometimes you just don't understand certain things and that's okay. Like really help them to believe the words that you say. We can't just counter them when they come to us with all these negative things and try to feed them with positive stuff. Allowing them to actually feel their emotion, understand the words that they're saying, and then helping them see what their words are actually resulting in. And then teaching them, you know, your words matter. Your words matter because it actually does affect the brain. The brain does start to believe all the things that you say and the things that you hear. So that's why it matters to pay attention to what kind of shows you're watching, what kind of um, people you follow on social media, and what kind of things that you say to other people or this kind of things that you feed your brain with. Because when we take things in that are negative all the time and sarcastic and rude or um, disrespectful or whatever, that's who we become. We become our words. And we can literally change the way we view ourselves and other people. And our children can change those things within themselves as well by learning how all of their words affect them, how our words affect them. And then we can also own up to how we may have created some of these issues in them. You know, we can go to our child and say, you know, I'm sorry that I used to say that you were a really hard kid, that you were always so... um that you were always so angry or whatever, that you were just a hard person to handle or something. Because really, it was just, I personally didn't know how to handle those emotions. And so it's not all on you. And I'm really sorry that I I said the words I said. Like taking ownership is going to help build that trust and confidence in the relationship. And then being respectful of others. It's okay if we won't, if we don't want to talk to ourselves in a positive, nice way, Well, you know, that's on us. And it's naturally going to lead us to speaking unkind things to other people. But if we can at least even just be aware of the words that we speak to others and be more considerate and respectful, that can help change the dynamic of so many relationships and so much trust can be built and confidence and love and just opening up and connecting in ways that you may have not experienced before because this is all new, right? Okay. I hope this episode helps you. And if you have any more questions or any ideas or anything that you want to bring to me, just go ahead and email me at insightsfromemily at gmail.com. And we'll see you next time.
Thanks so much for listening to the Becoming You Forever podcast. If any of this was of a benefit to you, then I would just encourage you to share with your friends and family and on social media, and also to hop on over to iTunes and leave a review. It is so amazing when we get to help each other learn and grow and when we get to share what has been a benefit to us with others. So if any of these things have helped you or have piqued your curiosity in any way and you want further work with me, then please also check out my Facebook page, Emily Pete, and also Insights from Emily on Instagram. And then go ahead and email support if you have any questions or, you know, any topics that you want to go over, www.insightsfromemily.org or at insightsfromemily at gmail.com. 